0: hello and welcome to another episode of mocha latte after dark i am your host jj fitzgerald and today's topic is now that i'm off the hamster wheel what's next i recorded a podcast called get me off this hamster wheel and basically it was about a relationship i was in with someone whom i've known 11 years and this was our fourth go-round he was doing all the boyfriend things, I was doing all the girlfriend things, but he wouldn't give me a title. Then after I basically said I wanted to be platonic friends and I asked him again what we are or were, he said we were good friends and that was heart-wrenching for me. It was heartbreaking for me. So I've been unraveling since that conversation. He traveled soon after And he had mentioned a girl before he left that had sent him a pretty elaborate gift for his birthday. And I had never heard of this person before. And typically, he was pretty transparent with me about women. But with this one, he was very evasive. So I knew there was more to it. Any men listening out there, women are very intuitive. I don't know why you guys don't understand that. It's like we have been blessed with. A spirit of discernment. We have been blessed with God communicating with us through our dreams. We just, we just have this extra oomph that men don't possess. So I knew when he left to travel, despite where he said he was going, I knew he was going to this woman that gave him this elaborate gift. During the time that he was gone, he was already detaching before he left because of something that I said about someone that he admires, which now I realize there's nothing there. And while he was gone, he wasn't communicating with me that much. He wasn't texting me like he usually does. He wasn't asking me how to prepare certain things and so i just knew it's really almost at the very end of this relationship even though we had the good friends conversation he was still adamant about you'll always be my friend he sometimes says things that people want to hear to ease the blow but he knows where he's headed fast forward to he returns back to where we live He asked me to pick him up from the airport, which I did, but I could feel that disconnect. We were intimate, of course. I just knew that it would never be the same again with us. I asked him if he had been spending time with another woman, and he said he hadn't been. Fast forward to a few days ago, I went over to his house, and he seemed genuinely happy to see me. Basically, I had blocked him everywhere. Because what happened is, after he came back, He sent me a screenshot of a text exchange with one of his other best friends. They asked him, how are you in this place where this girl lives? I don't know if he sent that to me intentionally to hurt me or to let me know what's up. And so before I blocked him, I wrote, good luck with miss where she lives. So he replied to that message, but by that time I'd already blocked him. So I don't know what it said, but he said, it said that she was his friend and that's when I asked him if he had sex with her finally he admitted he did I asked him if he loved her and he said no I asked him if he loved me and he said I guess I could say so I was devastated naturally I poured my heart out I told him how much I loved him and you know I said he didn't understand how much I loved him and he's like what do you mean I don't understand and he couldn't deal with my emotion I cried about three or four times. It was too heavy for him because he is not a vulnerable person. The only time he has is when he and I first got back together and I was holding out. I didn't want to give him my heart again. So I had a huge wall up. I wasn't engaging with him physically. And then he was being very expressive, which sometimes makes me think, was that just game to get what he wanted? But... I will say this, I know at some point he loved me. And I feel like the two of us, we loved each other the best way we knew how. The kind of love that I give is very open, it's very pure, I'm very vulnerable, I'm very expressive, I'm very emotional at times. And sometimes I'm misunderstood, which is hurtful. So when I was at his house, professing my love and trying to make him understand the pain I was experiencing... He just kept saying, come on, come on. It was just so uncomfortable for him, but I had to get it out. So now he's completely detached himself from me, even though that visit was so uncomfortable for him. He just kept saying he was so relaxed and he said he was honored that I had come by and he was happy that I was there and that I made a good decision to come by, but that was the last time that I saw him. I do believe that the fact that I blocked him is one of the reasons, but I unblocked him since, of course, but I believe that just the fact that I let him know that I blocked him, his ego was damaged. Instead of him understanding why I needed to, I needed to detach myself. So I guess he needs to now detach himself. And I'm not reaching out to him because I know him very well. I've known him 11 years and I know how he operates when he's in his feelings. And that's the thing. It's like if you're in your feelings, why can't you just express what you're feeling? If I hurt you, why can't you just say that? Like when you hurt me, I say it. So that there's not this little cat and mouse game that continuously goes on. But I'm at a place now where I have to concern myself with myself I can't worry about him and his moves and he's in his feelings. I have experienced rage and bitterness and unforgiveness and all of these ugly emotions since I last saw him. I can't allow that to dominate me and change who I am. At the end of the day, I loved him. With every fiber of my soul, I gave him all of me. I was vulnerable. I was very, very open and and honest about how I felt. I have to learn to not project. Not everybody's going to love the same way that I love. But I also have to focus on getting my heart's desire and what the Lord has in store for me and stop holding on to these relationships that don't serve me. So what's next? I was talking to the Lord today about that. And I've had my moments, of course, like I said, these past few days where I've been very bitter and I've had all these negative emotions. And when I have those feelings, I typically start crying. And I sometimes will just go to YouTube. And interestingly enough, there's always my one of my favorite pastors with a sermon that is speaking directly to me. That's not a coincidence. That's not predictive programming. That is the Lord trying to communicate to me and comfort me during those times. I had it happen two days ago. I had it happen last night. I was feeling down about the situation. I was feeling hopeless. I was feeling helpless. The sermon was about comfort. And the pastor pointed out certain scriptures that were specifically about comforting you when you go through these times. I'm grateful that I have been leaning more on the Holy Spirit and talking more to God and and just trying to commune with him more. And when I talk to God, I talk to God just like I'm talking right now. I'm very open with him because he already knows what's on my heart. He already knows what's in my head. So why am I going to sit and pretend like everything's hunky-dory when it's not? He knows the deal. So I was talking to him today and I said, the next man that I desire, I want him to know God. I want him to have faith. I want him to be prayerful. And I want him to be respectful. I want him to be honest. I want him to be faithful. I want him to get me. And when I say that, I mean understand me because I can be very misunderstood. And I think a lot of it is because the men that I have dated... Even though, yes, they're very established and they do very well and yada, 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 they're not vibrating at the level that I'm vibrating, if that makes sense. So they don't understand my spirit. Our spirits are not in alignment with each other. When I am expressing myself, it's I'm complaining or I'm taking things too seriously or I'm overreacting. It's it's always something negative. It's never I understand and I'm sorry for making you feel this way. And it's never that. I want the next man to understand my spirit. I want our spirits to be aligned. It's interesting because I never said that before this podcast it just came to me just now and before I started this podcast I did ask the Holy Spirit to speak through me so thank you Holy Spirit for having me communicate that I want us to be equally yoked and I want someone who loves my children and my children love them and I love their children if they have children and their children love me I want there to be that balance I want them to be educated, of course. I'm very drawn to highly educated people. I want them to be fiscally responsible and have good credit. I want them to have a great relationship with their mom. And if their mom is deceased, I want them to have had a great relationship with their mom. I would ideally like someone who comes from... A great relationship who has witnessed an example of unconditional requited love and respect and honor because I didn't really have that example my parents split up when I was seven years old and yes they got along but I never saw them in the house together because even when they were together they lived separately my dad had his own house and my mom had her own house so I never got to see How a couple lives together. I never had that example. I really would like someone who comes from that kind of environment so that they could lead me. Because sometimes I think because I haven't had that example, I do do things in relationships that may sabotage the situation. I know that I'm going to have someone that will take my hand and guide me. And if I'm acting out of pocket or doing things to subconsciously sabotage the relationship that they bring that to my attention. I want someone who's patient with me and understands that I have been bruised and I have had tremendous trauma in regards to men and will not take advantage of me because of that or who will not run away from me because of that and will be there during my healing process. Now, of course, I would love to be completely healed before I meet this person, but it's all in God's timing. He may bring that person to me before to help me with that journey of healing. I want them to protect me. I want them to be cultured. I want them to be someone who allows themselves to be vulnerable and who can speak on how they feel. They can be expressive. They're creative. They are not afraid to cry. They've been raised in an environment that doesn't tell a boy, stop crying, you're a boy. I want them to be an alpha male too though, but I want them to be an alpha male who feels. I want them to love life and be full of joy and happiness and they strive for that. I want them to be beautiful inside and out. I want them to be unselfish in every way. I want them to be a great lover and very passionate and not just in a sexual manner, but just passionate overall about the things that they do. And they just give their whole heart. I want them to not drink. And if they do drink only in social settings and very minimally, because I don't drink alcohol, I don't do drugs, I don't smoke marijuana, anything, never have. And so I would like someone of like mind. I'm not knocking anyone that does do those things, but that's just not a part of my lifestyle. I don't eat pork, so I would like someone who doesn't eat pork. Some people say, oh, opposites attract. It's, you know, you want someone who's opposite of who you are, but I don't. I want someone who understands me wholeheartedly, and I understand them. I want someone who lives in the moment and will stop and smell the roses sometimes. I want someone who doesn't want any more children. I have my two, I have my daughter and my son, and they're teenagers, and so I'm good on that. But I'm not against, if they're a single dad, helping them raise their kids. I want someone who understands that I sometimes need my solitude, and they do too. And we respect each other. I want someone who I feel my heart is safe and I don't ever have to worry about anything when it comes to that. There's only been one relationship in which my heart felt safe and it wasn't this last one. I want someone who is romantic and will give me tropical flowers just because who will write me a poem or a letter I want someone who's affectionate because I am very affectionate when I'm in love. I just want to cuddle up with someone and when we're sleeping, we're all intertwined. I love that so much and hugging and kissing and just being in each other's space. It's so important to me. I want them to be a lover of love like I am. I want someone who's attentive, someone who won't view me as an afterthought. And I understand people are busy. Like, of course, if I'm with someone and they have a crazy schedule, I'm not expecting them to text me every two seconds or whatever, but it would be nice to have someone that says, you know what? I have a moment to breathe right now. I just want you to know I'm thinking of you. I'm busy, but I'm thinking of you. Like little things like that go a long way with me. I just want them to have peace, peace of mind. I want someone who is communicative that's important I want someone who understands my passions my creative passions and supports me and encourages me and I will do the same with him whatever his passions are that's a very important thing I've been in relationships where I wasn't supported or the person would just be like oh well good luck with that or but didn't really take an interest in the things that I was doing. I want a man who wants me, not needs me, wants me. Because I feel like when a man wants you or when a woman wants you, it's a big difference than when they need you. Because when someone needs you, after they don't need you anymore, they will dispose of you. And that's what I felt like in my last relationship. I want someone who loves to be silly and goofy and have a lot of fun and laugh, because I love to laugh. And I have a very weird sense of humor, so it would be perfect if I could find someone who has my type of sense of humor and can we can play off of each other. I want them to know how to set boundaries so that they're not taken advantage of. I would like someone who likes to travel and has traveled. I want them to never take things or people for granted. I want them to savor those moments together. I would like someone who can make my life better and I can make his life better. All of the things that I'm asking for and I desire are things that I will do as well. I want someone who leans on the Holy Spirit to guide him. I want someone with whom we can sit in a quiet room. And it doesn't feel awkward. It feels like love. Thank you for listening to another episode of Mocha Latte After Dark. I am your host, JJ Fitzgerald. And as always, be true.